0: Once we've got all of our dice settled, we want to we got going on. So there's a person we picked up in quarantine who's trying to hack into the ship's system, but we put up the dollhouse program to stop them from doing that, but still make them think that they are. Just see what they do. Yeah. So we can see what they do. I'm looking for my notes. <laughs> Vi wants to kill him pretty sure.
1: Wow.
2: (laughs) No, Vi wants to have a nice, calm conversation because she uses her words so well and so often.
0: Vi wants to have a very nice conversation that ends with knives and throats.
2: As a hacker, she's proficient in talking people off of ledges and usually finds a way to solve problems without resorting to violence. This is probably fair to lying.
1: (laughs) Sure, fair enough, We'll go with that. It's fine. <laughs> Although I do have proficiency in persuasion.
2: It's very effective to... Pre- You're very good at persuading people to be quiet.
0: Yeah. And also, animal was distracted, so barely said anything <laughs> last time. Because Casey was uh, zoning out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I remembered all of that, but I did.
3: There was also some conversation afterwards about how well Vi and fair to know each other as well as what her dad yeah. would know. Because in the Federation, basically, the FBI just disappeared and is suddenly entirely new staff.
1: Yeah.
2: To be fair, these are staff that were already trained and prepared ahead of time.
3: Yeah. I believe. There are still going to be questions.
2: <laughs> well, of course. But none of these people that replaced know the answer.
3: Okay, so we ended off... Dinner's more or less over. Spectra is monitoring what exactly Sash is up to, because...
2: Who's Sash? We don't know any name like that.
3: Dave, it's been mentioned that the part, like the person you guys picked up, their name is Sash Fleetfoot. Oh. That was mentioned, whether y'all remember that or not. I'm pretty sure I mentioned...
1: Yeah, that's what they're going by.
3: Yeah.
2: If I remember correctly, if I was just walking out of the room.
3: It was near the end of dinner, and also, like, as dinner ends, because, like, the, someone still has to take food, Spectra's going to be like, Tali, do you mind? You, you know what to do, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And she fishes some rations out of the pantry and prances out of the room. As Spectre keeps monitoring.
1: Spectra, is that wise, since Tally is on the bounty, and the only person that Sash that has seen is Ty. Well, from what
3: I can tell, it doesn't look like she's been on the Shadow Net at all, and Tali has a wonderful gift of being able to talk for hours without saying anything and getting other people to say things. Plus, there's a food delivery system that she might not see her. But we'll see what she says when Tally gets her talking. see if that matches up with what we finally- Also, Vanina, would you mind looking something up for me? I'm trying to keep an eye on what she's doing on her sin unit. Alright. She lists off a serial number or tail number that goes with the escape pod, which I think it's like in the cargo bay right now.
1: Alright, I'll look it up. Okay.
3: Yeah, just roll me investigation. I would say plus computers, but I'm like, you know how to look stuff up on the internet.
1: My plus don't, well, <laughs> flew out of my hand and it rolled a four. So that makes it a five. This is not going well. You can tell that
3: it belongs to a company called StarMart Foods. Which was recently bought by Delta Phaos. But you weren't able to dig up a whole lot else. She's mostly asking you to like just check what company it belongs to.
1: Well, the company it belongs to technically is Starmart Foods. And that company was recently bought by Delta Phaos. I'm not able to find out much more at this time.
3: All right, all right. That fits with what we were told. Delta Fails is a big company. They're into a lot of things from clothing, food, utilities. I think I saw something about them recently acquiring a new food distributor, but I wasn't paying much attention. It's good to know that that part of the story checks out.
1: But still, why would someone want to be rescued? From an escape pod belonging to a food distributor, and have that survivor a couple hours later hack looking specifically for the docking number, not seeing where we're going or anything else like that. Just that's the first thing she looks for. I don't know if I believe this.
3: It's strange. It is the only thing we noticed. She didn't hack in very far. It looks like she was more trying to get some information on what ship she's on. Which makes sense, because there are some known to be ships you don't want to end up on. There are actually bounties offered by many in the Alliance for some of these.
1: Mm. The docking number just seems like a very... Specific piece of information especially since that is what we are hiding from others that people shouldn't just be looking for since it seems like it can be just easily changed
2: we are running dark after all
1: yes
3: that's true that's why the second she started trying to get into anything no other did me but she doesn't seem to be digging around in much Else, well, so though that could be because Talis at the door, and and she see her doing gestures towards her tablet, like she's trying to zoom in on something. And you see, if you look at the video, it looks like Sash has set her sim unit down, and Spectre is zooming in on that. Interesting. She's looking into my brother's company.
0: Didn't you use your brother's docking number?
3: Yes, I did. Got one brother who's more of a diplomat and another who, the one I borrowed from, does Mm. a variety of shipping ventures, hence the surplus of docking numbers I can borrow from. Looks like she's just looking for public information on who owns the ship that she thinks she's on.
1: But you said yourself, it's that there's a sort of list of ships I'm assuming slave ships or other black market things that you don't want to be picked up from. If you have those lists and you know what companies do and do not own that, or what groups do, why would she need to look into this? Into your brother?
3: I'm not entirely sure. Could this be curiosity, but so far, not reading any shadow net activity here.
1: But you said yourself that you made it so she can't contact people outside of the ship. So that makes sense. She could still try.
3: We have a design so it would come across as connectivity issues. Don't want to make it too obvious that de- 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 everything they're doing is a sham.
1: Alright. Is there only one way to the helm from the quarantine bay? Or... No, there are multiple, aren't there? So, there's only
3: one entrance to the Quarantine Bay, and then that goes into the Med Bay, which only has the one entrance, so, I mean, like, there's a couple halls you could take, but there's only one door into the helm.
1: Yes, but there are different ways and different doors she could try.
3: Yes, but Nell is going to keep monitoring her.
0: Would it make you feel better if there was an extra layer
1: of physical protection? It is not that I feel unsafe. It is that I don't like the idea that this person who we know at some point we are going to try and send to the helm can just go to different areas. I don't like that, but we also need to keep the number of people who Sash has seen to a minimum until we are ready to speak with her. So, it's not a matter of physical protection, it's that I would feel better knowing where she goes, exactly, rather than just sort of reactionary. She's gone here, but we don't necessarily know what she is doing there. The comms area is right next to the med bay. If she tries something there, well, then that is a whole other problem.
0: I'm still not sure why she's getting let out of quarantine at all.
1: Spectra's idea, I believe, was that we would... She's trying to get to the helm. Is she? That feels like Speculation. Spectre, wasn't that what you said, that Nell was seeing Sash do? Was that she was trying to do something with the helm? So, first things first,
3: Nell's going to be monitoring Sash in every way possible until she gets off the ship. We have plans in place if she tries to do something, if she tries to get to navigation, if she wants to hijack the ship, she will have to go up to the helm. But I'm not sure if that's what she wants to do. There's a reason I'm not locking her in the brig right now. It's waiting to see if she's going to try anything more. Hmm. But as of right now, Nell has permission to monitor everything about her down from the visuals down to her vitals.
2: I want to look some stuff up. One, we could see that the medical signature of this person was in danger. That was part of the argument for bringing them on board, correct? Yes. Okay, so it's reasonable to assume that their ship was keeping track of their medical stuff. Yes? Yes. That means there's a record. I'm going to go pull that out. Okay. I want to know if this is a fake accident or if it's on purpose.
1: Okay. Yes, that would be helpful.
2: And since I'm proficient in medicine, I can actually read it.
1: Okay.
3: You just have to get down to the cargo bay.
2: I make my way to the cargo bay. All
3: right, roll an investigation for once you get there, because you you see the pod. It looks rough, not obliterated, but it's it's hit some junk. And see how long it takes you to find where the hard drive would be to get this information.
2: Twenty-four.
3: It does not take you. Long. <laughs>
2: Nineteen plus five.
3: Yeah, so it doesn't take you long to figure out where to go and how to pull it up also. I'm going to include like double-checking to make sure it isn't fake and like getting to the real stuff. And what exactly are you looking for as you're looking through the pods records?
2: Timestamps. And the big one is going to be heart rate. Because I'm assuming there was an amount of chill and then... An emergency would make their heart rate, for example, or along with a variety of other things, just go straight through the roof because it's a quick, sudden emergency. As opposed to a fabricated one where it would end up a little bit short of that and it would kind of level out at a high level of stress as they're trying to maintain the lie.
3: And are you going back to when the pods first started recording or...?
2: I'm pulling every piece of memory off of the pod, and I'm walking back to the dining room so we can talk about it as I'm seeing it. Okay. That is, like, the whole history of the pod. So if it's, like, a ten-year-long archive, I'm going to drag the whole thing along with me. Because I'm also going to see where this this ship has been connected to at some point, what boats it's been on, and what planets it's been to. Not for specific names, but mostly to find patterns. For example, has this pod done this exact same thing before? That would be a pretty pretty big giveaway that this is a thing that is uh, well rehearsed.
3: Okay. What's everyone else doing while Verda goes to get that? You can see on the tablet, Spectre's they got two videos up, one showing Tully in the med bay just talking back and forth. Occasionally you'll see Sash responding. And Sash. She's a ball nut, kind of short it's hard to guess the age but she's small dark and fluffy. There's a bed in the quarantine room and she's got her legs draped over the side of food on a little table and her like feet are kicking back and forth. They don't quite reach the floor.
1: I yeah, said so what are y'all doing? I think I'd like to do more research into Delta Feo's if possible, okay. Give you that investigation. No, I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> That's a nine, so we're we're improving.
3: It's a mega corporation. There are several mega corporations around here. You do see they've recently acquired the StarMart as well as a couple of other companies. They're mostly into food, clothing, and utilities. There have been some things where it's like a shipment came in badly damaged, and it's because the ship had been on autopilot, flew through an asteroid field. One shipment of foods from another smaller subsidiary got stuck between a couple of asteroids for a while and (laughs) couldn't get out. Is there anything in particular you're looking for
1: about Delta Phaos? Well, that is a little suspicious. Were there just those two incidences of autopilots running into asteroid fields? It's a big company, so there's stuff all over the place. So, like,
3: there's stories about different subsidiaries having accidents. It's basically like Walmart, but in space. (laughs) So, it's a big company, and you find stories like that just scrolling through the internet most of the time no one's seriously injured stuff like that there's some companies get rebranded when they get bought up others don't there's some mergers going on between them and other things on different projects but
1: I guess
0: you said mergers to me it sounds yes. like murders.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought you said murder, so to like, excuse me? <laughs> Wait a minute here.
3: There's probably one story somewhere of someone saying like, oh, they tried to murder me. It's like, but no, just because you didn't like the flavor of the smoothie they got you, that is literally what you were. Back on topic, you're deciding whether or not Delta Feos is suspicious or not. Would you like to roll an insight
1: check? Yeah, sure. Let's see how this goes. Okay, well, I rolled an 8, but that's a 12. Most of it reads as
3: typical. You know, with big companies, sometimes shady things do go on, but nothing that immediately triggers the they're after us, just they're trying to kill me reaction. It's also on a much, much, much bigger scale than you're used to because the Alliance is huge and it's okay. a mega corporation.
0: More suspect in the no-there-is-no-ethical-consumption-under-capitalism way.
3: Yeah. It's more of a- They have some questionable business practices. But I don't think they're trying to kill us. Mm -hmm. Alright. Also, I'm pretty sure the reward that's being offered is pocket change to them, almost. To some of the higher-level peoples. And Anima, what
1: are you doing? Dishes. I'm just cleaning up the mess while doing dishes oh dishes I thought you said like cheat like cheese really weird and I'm like what
0: <laughs> no dishes doing the dishes
1: we're having okay. some really we're fun some, we're
0: having today, some dishes today.
3: <laughs> I thought it's very entertaining you thinking about anything in particular while you do the dishes? Because we haven't had you roll or see if you remember things in a while. If you would like to.
0: Am I thinking about anything? Mostly I'm thinking, um, I don't know. I can roll and we'll see. Because if it comes up nothing, it's no thoughts, head empty. <laughs> we can figure out something if it comes up, you know.
3: Yeah, I just, your mind is wandering.
0: That's a Six.
3: Your mind is wandering. You're know, thinking about just the moment of, this is my life. Why is this my life? I'm just gonna let them figure it out. Scrub, 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 scrub.
0: Yeah.
2: I do definitely imagine that the dishwasher does have arms and it is <laughs> reaching out towards you like, gimme. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely. That may not be standard, but <laughs> absolutely there was a point where after Lex became a crew member long, long ago, Tally was like, hey, know what would be really cool? What if the dishwasher had arms? <laughs> <laughs> and she said it jokingly on the next day, the dishwasher had perfectly functioning arms. It's just a moment of hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's impressive. Anima, you're probably like finishing up the dishes by done squinting vaguely suspiciously at the mega corporation when Farida comes in with all the information she pulled off of the pod computer.
2: Eva, yeah. As a hacker, would you like to sit down next to me and help look at this? Maybe we can have some advantageous searches.
1: I mean, we have other people here as well, like Maria. Well, Spectre is watching Sash right now, but. We could take a look at it, I guess.
3: Spectre's also sitting, like, right next to y'all. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm not- I'm certainly not doing it in an exclusive Mm -hmm. way. I'm like, this is more of a I brought pizza anybody wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Well, Vi's also trying to cover up the fact being like, oh, yes, I'm definitely a hacker, which I don't think you've ever been able to corner her as to say yes or no.
2: No, no. Ereda has never asked, like, on purpose.
1: I will come over and help look at it.
2: Okay. (laughs) I'll just blow it up so that everybody in the room can see.
1: Yeah, I have proficiency in computers, it's fine.
3: Yeah, and I'm just going to say with this ship, it is absolutely, totally possible to turn the wall into a computer screen if Mm -hmm. needed. Most of the walls in this ship can be used to play videos.
2: I'll pull up the hologram stuff, and I'm going to start just by running in reverse. Just, what is going on on this ship in reverse? Not to make it difficult, but more to see, when did whatever catastrophe happen, happen? Catastrophe is in very big quotes.
3: So let's start with investigation, because you're following the clues and then interpreting the medical data. Seventeen and Vi, you roll two and then tell me what
1: you're looking for. I rolled a 16.
3: So looking at the data, there's a lot of long gaps of nothing going on when you go far back, but there's a pretty consistent vitals monitoring for the past week, week and a half. It lines up with how long Sash said she was on there because I don't remember exactly how long I said You notice there's a pretty big, obvious heart rate spike near the beginning when she first showed up. Like she was panicked when she was on there. And there have been a couple of others just kind of scattered about. And the day or so leading up to when the ship picked her up, her vitals were definitely starting to drop lower. Like she was maybe getting a little oxygen deprived and. Maybe sleep-deprived. Fair enough, medicine roll
1: Were you looking for anything in particular in the data? Not really. Just seeing what they had.
2: Well, Dazzle's dice seem to be doing real good today. 23? That's another 19.
3: With the heart rate and all the other things that it monitored, you could tell the way they changed, especially leading up to when you picked her up, would match up with someone who hasn't had any food or water in a long time. You may not know the exact effects on your mental and physical state of being floating around in space with no contact with other things, but you get the feeling that's what it looks like on paper. Huh. And also you notice there were records of different systems being shut down to conserve power.
2: Uh-huh. I'm gonna... Wipe further back in time and see when the last time something like this happened was.
3: It automatically starts recording this whenever someone is like shows up on there. So there are like brief spikes where you can see like heart rate monitoring and stuff like that, but it's never for long periods of time. Also, the log have marks, some of them line up with maintenance.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good. I just keep on swiping past that stuff
3: couple spots where you feel like people were doing kinky things in there, but it mm-hmm. does not look like this pod has been ejected since it was installed in the ship. There might have also been some marks where people in there for safety drills, but those happen regularly.
2: Yeah. Not a solution, but interesting.
1: Alright. Well, at least we know it wasn't a fake accident, but I'm not sure if I trust her. Spectra's still
3: watching the conversation between Sash and Tala. You see her, she's got, you know, pat down, she's jotting things down on it, and she's, she's listening in on their conversation. Also, I think at some point, Maria did slip off to go back and continue doing research in her room. But she is available if things need to be sent her way or questions need to be asked anything else anyone wants to say or do before tally comes back and you could also try to see what information you can get on the name
1: yeah if i can do research on sash herself that would probably help
3: which side you doing it on also, are we okay with switching the name from Lightnet to Starnet? Because Starnet sounds a little less silly, I think. Okay. I haven't right. decided.
2: Well, we are supposed to be running dark right now, so I don't know if searches out on any of the nets are a thing we can do.
1: Well, I think it's like if Spectra did it, it would be connected to the ship. Hmm. The thing is that, from what I understand, even the bounty is not connected to our names. Right now they just have photographs, and maybe the recording of the bar fight, and then our old docking number.
3: Also, it's communications that you're keeping to a minimum, or at least being careful with. Not as much the searching stuff on the internet, because you guys have also been doing that for a while now.
2: We've done a whole lot of tracking of people and things through searches done on the internet recently, with Farada's thing, so... The paranoia is high. Also because we are supposed to be running dark, so. But if that's not an issue, then yes. What was the search you wanted to do?
1: Since Vi is already paranoid about her, even though it is nice to know that Sash wasn't planted in our area, she still doesn't trust her, so she would probably just do a shadow net first. I also
3: feel forgot the navigation data would have shown. It makes a pretty similar run in the general area-ish. A lot of the planets might not mean enough to you, but it looks like it has a typical route that it goes.
1: Wait, the escape pod does? Wait a minute here.
3: The pod would be connected to the ship, which would have the mm-hmm. navigation data. Okay. So it, it looks like it was making a pretty standard out between a series of planets before it just kind of deviated in a general direction. If you look at it on a map, it would have kept going this way, but it just kind of deviated off and kind of kept going straight. Like, it got ejected and it just kind of kept going because there was nothing to stop it.
1: I thought you meant, like, the ship deviated, the main ship deviated.
3: No. It would have marked when it was emergency ejected.
1: Vi would probably still do a shadow net search, but she would try to do it either under, I don't know if she could do a sort of like burner account or something.
2: Got a ton of those, so probably.
1: Yeah. Where it wouldn't be connected to her name because that would be where the issue would be then.
3: You know how to set up temporary proxies that just kind of disappear after time in her heart's trace? Okay, yeah. Then, if I would
1: do that and do a ShadowNet first. hmm. Roll plus computers. That's a 10, unfortunately. Even the virtual die are not my friend right now. No, they're not.
3: It's not hard to tell. There's not a lot about her on there, if anything. She doesn't seem to exist on the ShadowNet. Okay. Would you like to try StarNet now?
1: Yeah, but still from a burner account. Or just
3: incognito browser. Yeah. We have incognito browsers. That's absolutely a thing in this future world.
1: So roll again, or? Yes. Oh, yay, that's better. Dirty 20.
3: We're able to dig up a lot more, but there's still not a lot of information out there. You aren't sure if that's because just with Volna, they aren't all as. Active on the internet, but you do find records that indicate there was an orphan who's been in like a couple of different foster situations named Sash. And I think you also get that she has a sister who is with her, and there's general public records from different schools.
4: Okay.
3: And then just dropped off. Her sister's name is Sage. And with that, you probably also pick up that it looks like there was just a general shuttle accident with her and some other people, and she and her sister, as well as a couple of others, survived. Their parents didn't. So between that, noticing that they seemed to jump around school to school, before just kind of disappearing that's how you're able to kind of intuit they were in some sort of version of foster care and then they just kind of dropped off the face of the planet but she's also in her teens almost old enough to be considered an adult but Sash is just a kid
1: you really want Vi's last resort plan to not happen do you
3: I want to do things with Sash and it's hard if you
1: murder her I would like to point out that I said it would not be instant murder. I know <laughs> We're not doing that, but Okay.
2: Also a slight note on dead NPCs. You can always just scrub their name out, write a new name, and put them in later. Yeah. In case any NPC ever has to die, they never really have to
1: die. So.
3: Also, correction, it's not a twin sister, it's a younger sister. I
1: misread but they just sort of dropped off in terms of public records or anything.
3: Yeah, and it was probably like a couple of years ago. Okay. They were probably like mostly done with school, maybe like just old enough to where they could go out and live on their own, but I'm sure if I know as well how easily kids like that could slip through the cracks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you share any of what you learned with the others?
1: Yeah. Yeah I do. Spectra. Did Sash try to contact anyone that you know of? Since she has a little sister, wouldn't that be the first person she would try to contact?
3: She looks up from where she's like had zoomed in on the sim Okay, that does explain. It looks like she might have been working on contacting her. Doesn't look like she sent out any messages yet, but also she was pretty rough when she came in. It probably took her a bit of time to become coherent. Alright. I think is almost done talking her ear off. You see, Sash has gotten up and put the tray in the slot and Tali looks like she's starting to leave. She was probably like a good like, 30 or 40 minutes just talking back and forth. How do people respond to that?
2: Tali continues to separate people.
3: <laughs> that was really quiet by the way in the I told you so mug
2: yeah
3: or suspicious mug
2: Mhm. this is the I told you so mug
3: Anima do you have any no alright so Tali comes back in Spectre looks at it and says so what are you able to gather sounds like she's been kind of on her own for a while there was mention of a sister not having a lot, trying to make the best of a bad situation until she can find a better job. She did seem kind of interested on what it would be like working on a ship like this. And then we got distracted talking about music and some of the latest movies that are coming out.
2: Herda sits up and is like, "Give me a second," and she runs out.
3: Where are you going?
2: I'm going to the Okay. Bay. Okay. Going to go over to the escape pod.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Go find its power source. Mm-hmm. Disconnect the power source from the entire escape pod systems to make sure everything is off. Then I'm scanning the whole thing for a homing beacon. Okay. Because you said that it, it keeps tracking on it, and we actually were able to look at its tracking after it had been ejected, which means that it was it kept on tracking. I'm like, no, we're not. Nope, no continued tracking, no vague directions, no. Get in there. Dismantle the whole thing.
3: Roll me investigation?
2: Nah, there we go. Seven.
3: Can't find any homing beacon.
2: Hey Ty, can we eject this thing? Why? Because I think that it has a homing beacon on it.
3: Most of those have to be activated manually.
2: Great. Also, it's very busted and there's nothing that we can really fix on it. We're basically just carrying her on junk.
3: Okay. Can you get out of the cargo bay first? She leaves. And Ty moves it into place and
2: ejects it. Thank you. Okay, now that we're not being tracked, and she walks back <laughs> to, her father, to her D.
3: Good call. But also her stealth protocols would have stifled that rather quickly, or alerted us at least. I guess
1: she didn't hit whatever homing beacon system they use. Still, better safe than sorry.
2: I'm not gonna risk the integrity of your ship on some messed up little piece of machinery that we think is busted.
3: Good call. Lex might have wanted it for scraps, but we'll find him something
1: else to play with whenever he's done in engineering.
2: There's... Plenty to play with. Farida, to... mm-hmm.
1: depending on how things go, you might want to keep your uh, disguise on. Since you yeah. have visitors right. who may be at any time moving around the ship soon.
4: Mm hmm.
2: That I can do. I'll change it to something uh, nondescript.
3: Spectres still watching the video. At this point, Sash is just kind of like flopped back onto the bed, legs crossed. Tapping away on the sim unit. Spectre is just swiping through various different camera angles to find another one where she can see what's on the tablet. It takes some time, but she eventually finds one that looks like it's coming from one of the many like, things that are about like head level with Sash, so she can see what's on the screen. And this is why I built my own ship. I like having my own security. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. It looks like she's trying to watch a movie
2: my tea's empty
3: well Molly's well, trying to get the movie to load while she looks like she's trying to send a message to her sister and that might bounce a couple of times before we pretend to let it through so she doesn't worry too much when there's not a response there are air quotes around me let it through
1: are we gonna be able to see what the message is or
3: it's like she's shouting her that she'll be alright, the job's taking a little longer than expected but she should be home soon and not to worry too much and to make sure she does her homework
1: wait a minute here are you able to figure out who they are? yeah, Sash is a teenager, her sister's a couple years younger, but their public school records don't exist they seem to sort of dropped out a couple of years ago so
3: public schooling only goes up to a certain degree and then there are a wide variety of online different universities and certification programs and all kinds of stuff so it's possible maybe she's part of one of those programs I did quite a few of them before I went to university after a certain point it becomes a lot more self-directed ...than it was in the Federation. It was weird how standardized that was. It seems very inefficient.
1: I think I will want to research her sister a bit more, just in case. Because if they are actually speaking in code, then that would be an issue. I mean, it doesn't matter on one hand, because it's not going to be sent... ...at least right now, anyway...
3: It can only be tried again after I deactivate the house, which I will not be doing for some time. Better play it safe than sorry. After a couple seconds, like, huh? Looks like she's given up on the move. Okay, that's interesting. She's looking at job boards now. Trying to see if my brother's hiring.
1: Let's wait and see what she does before we tell her any of this, though. Alright? right?
3: Oh, naturally. I'll keep monitoring her during the night, and Nell will be monitoring and recording anything and everything that happens in there. Alright. She is by far my favorite artificial intelligence. And not just because I helped to start and design her.
1: So, what should the plan be? Because, since she could in theory, leave or we let her leave at any time, would we need to worry since our quarters are on a different floor we don't want to cause problems that way so should we station ourselves in a different area for now to sleep until we find out what she's doing
3: I see no problem with returning to your quarters from now If she starts making any moves, like she's going to try something, I can give you all plenty of time to set up before she gets let out or anything.
1: Alright then.
3: There's no reason to not get stressed while you can. Maria's trying to see if she can think of any potential allies that could help us with our trigger problem. As if he's a big player in the underground. Having someone on our side could be helpful. It's just hard to tell who to go to for that.
1: I'm guessing no no new information on the bounty has been put out yet? doesn't look like
3: there's been any updates to it by Trigger, but Rudy and I have both noticed a couple of people mentioning something about the whisper and not wanting to upset things. That things are starting to get out of hand. That triggers being too aggressive with his moves that he's trying to make.
1: In general, or with this bounty specifically?
3: Particularly with this bounty, I'm not sure what it is about that she's very carefully contacting someone who might have more information. But I've heard of this. Well, I believe the name is actually Wisp. Someone trying to keep balance in the underworld. Or at least parts of it, there are some parts there's not what you can do about, but not one tohun on about them, but I think
1: she may know of him. It's this wisp that is concerned about Trigger's actions?: Yes. It'll take her some time to get
3: more information without showing her hand about what she knows, but she just informed me that a conversation has started.
1: Between her and Traeger or?
3: Between her and someone who works with Wispy doesn't always reach out directly. Okay. But seems there is someone interested in making sure the ship and the crew stay safe and seeing this bounty war that's happening goes away before things get out of hand.
1: Do you know who this person is that's so worried about this ship? Another one here, but they're still staying in the Underdark. (laughs) That's the Underdark. But still staying in the Shadow Net? I've
3: heard of this person. I don't know if I know them, but as you know, sometimes people go by different names. She'll have more information in the morning. Once she's had time to get a better feel for what stake they have in this situation. Okay. I personally would not mind having some help, but it definitely depends on who it is and what they expect in return.
1: Yeah. So I guess we just wait until morning.
3: That's all we can do. Don't worry too much about her Brandon quarantine. She will be monitored by one of us along with Nell. And then we can try talking with her more in the morning once we have more information. Alright. I have some business to attend to and I need to take over navigation, but I guess if anyone discovers anything new, let me know and let's give our friend in quarantine some space. If you need anything, I'll be up at the helm and she just kind of nods to each of you and takes her tablet and starts walking up to the helm. And I... No, Victor's got a thing soon, so any last things people want to do to kind of wrap up? Like, what's something you want to do before you head back to your
1: quarters? I would say Vi would probably want to research Sage.
3: Give me that investigation.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Investigation. That's a thirteen.
3: You find a lot of the same public school records that you did, and I think you might also find her on a couple of different job boards, okay. and she's young, but it, some people start working young. Age is weird when you have some races that live to be 50, other races that live to be 500. She does show that she has a couple of technical related certifications. It's, it's low level, but Enough to maybe start a decent little side gig, earn some money fixing computers or something. She probably exists on a couple social medias, but doesn't really post a lot.
1: But there's no records of any schooling after the sort of cut off point?
3: Whatever level of education she was in, she did finish it.
1: Okay, yeah. And
3: if you dig into the education system. It's kind of like with what Spectre said, where, like, it's kind of standardized-ish up to a certain point, and then after that, it's a lot more self-directed. She finished high school. Okay. Then just started working a day job and getting certifications kind of thing.
1: So it shows that she has a certification in progress, or... I'm mostly just worried about the sis being like oh don't forget your homework but there's no schooling
3: you would have to find where whatever institution she's getting the schooling for okay. the certification at
1: Okay.
0: Go
3: but ahead. she's she's got a couple low level they're in the same field so okay all right anima y'all want to do anything
2: verita's probably actually going to stay up late in the dining room just drinking tea
0: okay I'll stay with her. you reading. Actually, there was that one tea that triggered a memory.
3: The one that soothed your stomach after the jump that made you lose mm-hmm. what little breakfast you ate.
0: Hey, yeah. so I'm gonna make that one again. okay. See if it triggers anything more.
3: Give me that wisdom roll?
0: No, oh, Christ. All of these dice have burned me today, but I'm going to try this one. Thirteen!
3: You do remember her. You get a picture of her in your head, like, she's sitting on a couch, facing you, and telling a story. Talking about her day, and stuff that she studied at Astra University, and... Some of it's kind of fuzzy, but you do remember that in all the times you remember her talking to you, she either called you Ilya or just dearest. Fair enough. You would like to roll to see if you notice Anima's looks far off for a second, or if you're busy reading.
2: I mean, she probably notices, but isn't of the prying sort, so True. she might notice and like make brief eye contact. And be like, I'm here, I'm present, if you want to talk, that's cool. If not, I'm going to continue with my book, give you room to ruminate if
0: you need. I, Casey, know my donor's name was Ilya. Does Anima know that, or is that just me?
3: I think at one point you did remember that Ilya would have been part of your donor's name, because that was what you okay. were called until you picked your name. Yeah. So you, re- okay. you remember someone referring to you as either Ilya or Dearest.
0: So I either knew her when I was young. She really couldn't move on, I guess. What, boat. Oh? <sighs> <laughs> this is frustrating.
3: Does anima actually forehead meets table?
0: Yes. I don't like this.
2: What don't you like?
0: Everything being fuzzy. I just want to know
2: that's a mood I don't know if she would actually say it that way but (laughs) that is a mood that is a real mood right there I think I can agree with that feeling maybe about slightly different things but as a whole knowing is always better
0: it's just frustrating
2: well hopefully we can resolve that frustration sooner rather than later
0: have you
3: actually mentioned to anyone your old name of Ilya?
0: no I don't think so yeah, I don't think you have.
2: Nope. You'll notice that Fer actually didn't specifically ask what it is. Mhm. She's very much one of those if I am told, I will be told. If not, there's probably a reason. That's why she's friends with a computer hacker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's one word for what she does. Mhm. Mhm.
2: Oh, she hacks stuff into pieces.
0: But you know.
3: That's very messy. She's, she's got more finesse.
0: I'm trying to figure out if Anima would realize that she could just search the name Ilya on her sin. Probably.
3: Probably just straight intelligence.
0: Oh, shit. 18!
3: <laughs> okay. I would say Anima would have the idea wait, I could just look that up.
0: So I'm going to pull out my sim and I'm going to look her up.
2: (laughs) Ooh, the light bulb just turned on. That's good.
0: It's
3: part of the name, but I'll give you, you know, other details about her that you can just, like, have a string of random words into Google and, like, search that way. Roll the investigation. Or computers, if you're good at that. What am I good at?
2: I provide advantage because I'm hanging out and I also do the computer thing. I'm not a hacker, but, you know.
3: Yes. You're not a hacker, but you know how to find things on the internet. You've had a lot more time searching things on the internet than she has that she can remember. She can remember more now, though.
0: I am equally bad at both. So.
2: But with advantage.
3: You do have advantage, because Farida is helping you with syntax and searching things oh, up. God. To get-
2: Make sure to put the name in parentheses, because you want it to read exactly that the others. You don't need exactly, so you can leave those out of parentheses. There you go.
0: What'd you get? 20! Nat 20! Yay! The other one fell off the table, but it doesn't matter because that one's a nat 20. Perfect. Okay.
3: Perfect. It doesn't take you long. The first thing that pops up is an article about one Dr. Kiara Ilyasov. Hey,
2: look at that. That was fast.
3: She, as I said, studied at Astro University. She was born and raised on Iris Alpha on Sea of I will copy-paste this to you directly. And when you look at the picture, like it's it's definitely her. But you also see that she contracted an illness in her work because she worked with a lot of deadly diseases. It was one of those... For the longest time, it didn't have an impact on her, but she knew she had it, which she also knew meant she wasn't going to live for very long. So when you look at it, she did eventually pass away, not long before you remember your birthday being. But she also did a lot of good during her time. She was brilliant. And you hear her voice and her head talking about giving talks on safe distribution of vaccines and medicines in areas with high risks of contagion. You now remember something about the earlier memory felt weird, and it had been a video she had recorded. Because, you remember, she had left you several, because she decided pretty soon after after finding out that she wanted to be a donor she left you a few messages
0: oh wait the person i've been seeing those are her videos to me
3: yeah you remember watching the video. <laughs> i wasn't expecting this to come so soon i'm sorry
0: okay
4: <laughs>
0: in this article is there any mention of dotty
3: most of the articles you find at first is talking about her scientific tea achievements, working with a bunch of different scientists. I will allow you to do more research into that to get that information, but how does Anima react when those pieces fall into place?
0: Probably very similarly to how I did.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, is like, looking over your shoulder, so she sees the same thing.
2: If we rewind a couple of seconds, when yeah. when Farida points out, oh, hey, that was fast, she'll probably purposefully look away and say, hey, uh, do you mind if I read this as well? Purposefully looking away. Or do you want some, some space to figure out what's going on?
0: Go ahead.
2: Okay. Reads, reads, reads. Writes down the name of the disease. So yes, now I'm reading. Your shoulder. I would ask if you're doing good, but you don't sound like you're doing good. It's her. Oh, that's really cool. Look at that. A whole bunch of pieces that were missing. I mean, they still need to fit in. Because I'm guessing you don't remember them... yet. Right?
3: Fair enough. Roll an insight.
2: Do I get my advantage on this insight? Because I'm doing this as a connection for people? Because that's a feat that I have, or I was given at some point?
3: Do you notice a specific thing similar between Anima and the picture? Sixteen. It's the exact same hair color.
2: (laughs) That would do it. But, but also, I am having a feeling that the memories do still need to click into place for you, right? It's one thing to be told a bunch of things, and it's another to actually have them
0: within. I don't know how much people usually remember about their donors.
2: Do I? Since that is my casual reading for the past two weeks?
0: There's no
3: actual, like, personal memory that comes across. It's like some muscle memory, like, habits that'll cross over, but that's, like, with Oregon donors, so it's anything she remembers would have been stuff like she was told either by other people or by the donor themselves in videos that they leave.
2: Gotcha. I wouldn't be leaning in. The memories need to come back thing. Okay.
0: But I... Know who the Promethean scientist in my memories is.
2: Mm hmm. Oh, hey, you were Promethean.
0: Mm hmm.
2: Which kind? Wait. Red hair. Fireblood. <laughs> Same as me, I'm assuming. Yes. That explains the grappling. The hand to hand combat stuff that we were doing before, where it was actually relatively even despite you being so much bigger than me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Because we're using similar techniques. Okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I
0: will need to keep looking at these. Maybe we mm-hmm. can get Dottie's full name out of one of them. Definitely. Then we could find her. Potentially.
2: You're going to need more tea. Ferret is going to go make more tea. This is going to be a long night. She has no interest in going to bed anytime soon.
4: Oh, well, okay.
3: Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on Aboard the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Abort the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and
0: produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the
2: Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Bohemian.
1: My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorrell the Eldori.
3: With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.
4: go check out the Role Players Podcast, available today on your favorite podcast platforms and at the website roleplayers.net. The Role Players Podcast depicts the hosts playing a game called Dungeon World, which is a beginner-friendly tabletop game that focuses on improv, storytelling, world-building and character development over something with a lot of numbers and stats like D&D. The main story follows a twitchy, distrusting, halfling rogue named Zinx, a gullible dwarven fighter with a heart of gold named Dim, and a literal salamander with the powers of pyrokinesis named Jack. The cast is compromised of Adam and Amy, who plays Zinx, Justin, who plays Dim, and David, who plays Jack. The heroes are known as the Sterilizers. They trek across Ye America, causing problems as they solve others. Their first adventure depicts the heroes trying to stop the Pepsi cartel from destroying the great and powerful nation of Ye Olde Atlanta. Check out the podcast today. Subscribe. Make sure you share with your social networks as well. The Role Players Podcast. Learn more and stream at the tabletop podcast webpage, roleplayers.net. You can also connect on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Role Players Win.